I think the elevator industry is a great industry to work in. It's it's interesting. It it, it always keeps you busy. Sure. And I think that um, I think that if there's any young guys out there that hear this ch- and check into it, and I and I do talk to some of my customers. You know, if they hotels where they got young guys working and and they're interested in the elevators, and I tell them, you know, hey, go to your local, sure, um, and and see if you can sign up. They they uh, they on occasion have uh, a test you can take and, and get into there, and it's it's I I I enjoy it so much that I try to share it with people. Hello, and welcome to the Elevator Careers Podcast, sponsored by the Allred Group. I am your host, Matt Allred. In this podcast, we talk to the people whose lives and careers are dedicated to the vertical transportation industry to inform and share lessons learned, building upon the foundation of those who have gone before to inspire the next generation of elevator careers. Today, our guest is Bob Sinram. Bob has been working in the elevator industry for 23 years on his second time around. Bob's first exposure to elevators was from 1980 to 1984 as a weapons elevator technician on an aircraft carrier for the U.S. Navy. After the military, Bob chose to work in industrial maintenance, which he did for 16 years. Eventually, Bob made his way back to the elevator industry and has been here ever since. Bob loves making people happy by keeping their elevators running and finds his work very rewarding. Bob, welcome to the show. Thanks, Matt. It's good to see you. Um, I appreciate you inviting me in. Yeah, no, I. It's good to uh, good to see you. I, obviously, we've talked over the years from time to time, and um, I, I definitely wanted to get your perspective. You have a unique perspective as a as a non union mechanic, and I, I just wanted to learn a little bit more about your journey. And uh, first question: How did you get started in the elevator industry in the first place? Uh, my first um, stint was eighty to eighty four in the Navy on an aircraft carrier. I was a weapons elevator technician. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. Was that, uh, it's been a while. Was that wartime? Was it peacetime? You know, were you seeing a lot of elevator activity in other words? Yeah. Yeah. We, we did. Well, obviously um, the Navy and uh, I guess all uh, branches of service are always practicing all sure. the time. So yeah, sure. Elevators were up and down all the time. Um, we weren't in what they considered a war, but we did go between Lebanon and Gaddafi okay. uh, quite a bit. So it was it was um, called a conflict. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, those were definitely some hot spots back yeah. then. So, um, so you eighty to eighty four uh, elevator mechanic or, or uh, technician, I guess in the uh, in the Navy, and then what what happened when you come came home? Uh, I got out and I relocated um, to the uh, Atlanta area, east of Atlanta. Mm. And I went into, I I did interview with a couple of elevator companies and I chose to go into industrial maintenance. Um, So I basically stayed in industrial maintenance for about 16 years from 84 to 2000. Gotcha. Um, That's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a good job. It was, uh, it paid well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoyed the work. I, I like fixing things. So, um, so it was, it was enjoyable to me. Right. Right. So what led you back to elevator, um, you know, after those 16 years away? Um, industrial maintenance is a very tough job. You got to work a lot of nights. You got to sweat a lot. I mean, it's, it's a tough job. So 
around 2000, um, I was working at a, uh, an injection molding factory and, um, I, I just, for some reason, I, I just thought, well, maybe I'll just send some resumes out for elevators. And I was tired of working nights, tired of working really hard. Sure. Um, so and not that elevators wouldn't be hard to do or as hard to work, but, um, I just, I sent some resumes out, uh, in central Florida and got picked up by an elevator company. And, uh, that's when I got back into it then in 2000. Gotcha. Gotcha. So Bob, once you, once you decided to get back into elevator, what kind of, um, training or, you know, apprenticeship, what, what was required to, uh, to get you going in the trade? Um, well, I would say that, you know, if a young guy starts out, he needs to start out as a helper. He has to be with the mechanic all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was 40 years old and I had been doing maintenance and troubleshooting on machinery for 20 years. So right. uh, when I got picked up by an independent, um, I rode around with uh, with a guy for a week or so and uh and then they gave me a bunch of parts and gave me a route and said, here you go. So um, that was my indoctrination into how, the how elevator. Quick, yeah. How quick were you able to to pick up on, you know, the elevator machinery versus the, the manufacturing machinery you had been working on? Um, fortunately, everything I worked on in the manufacturing industry was a lot more complicated than elevators. Mm-hmm. And if you can believe that um, there was, for instance, you, you have an injection molding machine that's got two or three or four pumps, hydraulic pumps, and it's got 20 or 25 valves on it and they all work in sync. Well, with an elevator, you have one pumping unit, one valve and one motor. So, I, I acclimated to elevators from the um, in, industrial maintenance very quick. It was cool. easy to pick up on. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. What, what kind of uh, license or certification did you need? Uh, back then in Florida, it's where I was working at in Florida, uh, they required us a CC license certificate of competency. Okay. Um, it, it was a uh, test that it was an open book test, kind of like if you were going to get your QEI or, um, so it was an open book test. I think it was 60 questions, three hours to take it. And, mm-hmm. uh, I passed it the first time, fortunately, because I hate, uh, testing, uh, <laughs> but, uh, the certificate of competency was what they required in Florida. And, um, you know, you had to do eight hours continuing. Sure. Uh, Education. Yeah. So that was what what um, what I started out with, right, right. Um, and I'm I'm curious, you know, uh, people talk about working on proprietary equipment because you're out there, you're servicing other people's equipment, right? Because you you're not installing sure. anything new. Um, what what's that like? I've, I've been told about different tools that you can access. You know, um, yeah, you've got your uh, you've got your different tools like the Otis tool. Mm-hmm. Um, in my experience, I have gotten through 99% of all problems with any elevator without a special tool. 
So that's, um, that's, that's amazing. I mean, I've been told by, by some that if you, you, you know, if you have the schematic that you can, you can solve any problem, which I'm not, you know, electrician or mechanic. So <laughs> that's like, you know, interesting to me that I'm not even sure what that <laughs> completely means, you know, just, yeah, I, I know it's yeah. the map of the circuits or whatever, but is that, right. is that true for you that you can pick up? Yeah. Schematic and- yeah. Without a doubt. Um, the tool is primarily for software problems. Um, and the tool can be beneficial. Let's say if you go out on a job and you plug the plug the tool in and you um and you're versed with the tool mm-hmm. it can find your problem for you faster okay uh, with with the fault log in there um and then some of the tools throw out false faults sure. so it, it can make it worse uh yeah i i i've used some of the tools for some of the different elevators but um i tend to stay away from them because they can make things worse. And uh, usually if you got a, if you got a print, a schematic and, um, and, and uh, a little bit of common sense, um, you can, you can get through 99% of your stuff without that special tool. That's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then it, uh, yeah, (laughs) I I think there's a, I don't know. I just have a lot of respect for people that can, can do that kind of work. That's just never been my thing to. Yeah. Well, I, I guess, I don't know. And people, you know, people ask me sometimes, how do you know all this? How do you do all this? And I, and, and I think with my mind, it's not that complicated. It's really pretty simple. Uh, sure. But then again, I've been doing it for 40 something years. So, um, and I, and I look sometimes at other people and say, how do you do that? Uh, so it's just something you've done, something that comes easy to you. <clears throat> cool. Very cool. No, thank you for, uh, thank you for sharing that. What is it that, that you love about elevators? You know, you talked about, you know, the nights and some of the, you know, the scheduling things, but what, uh, what is it that, that you love about elevators, about the elevator industry? Um. They're interesting to work on um, and being on a route or, you know, doing uh, mods. You get to work with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you get on a route, you get you get your customers who you get friendly with and and um, and you get to make people happy. You know, if the elevators broke down and you come in there and fix it, then obviously you're going to be a good guy. And you're I, a hero. I, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if it's not, you know, you go around and you take care of your elevators and, and you keep them safe and you keep them uh, functional up to the best that they can be. And um, I, I don't know, I, I like making people happy and, and, it, and it gives me the opportunity to do that. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. And I, and I'm assuming, you know, industrial maintenance, there may be some people are happy, but it's more about you got to just get production done. And, and <laughs> I don't know, there's well, probably a different, yeah, that's audience. it. I mean, yeah, um, when machines are running, everything's great. If something breaks and you got to take care of it, it needs to be done right away because a lot of places um, there's a flow. Sure. You know, and if you, you've got this machine, that machine, that machine, that machine, and they all have to flow together. And if one of them goes down, all of them could shut down. So, uh, yeah. you know, they're, they're losing, you know, thousands of dollars an hour 
with those machines being down. So it's, it was pretty stressful too. Yeah, no, I can only imagine. Yeah. You're losing yeah. money by the second and, and just a different, uh, different industry, different, um, you know, audience. It, certainly it, it happens in the elevator industry too, but it's, uh, sounds like you've, you've found a, a niche that you've like, how, how long have you been in elevators the second time around? Uh, 20 to, um, uh, two, 2000. So 23 years this time. Cool. Cool. Yeah. And, and how, how long did it take before you felt like, Hey, I, I really have my groove here. I mean, certainly you had, you had worked on certain types of elevators, but I'm, I'm imagine they're very different from the, the passenger elevators inside of buildings uh, that you'd worked on before. Yeah, they're, they're completely different. Um, but fortunately I did spend that many years in industrial maintenance and from uh, my experience, the uh, working on elevators, working on industrial maintenance, industrial maintenance is a lot more complicated. Um, so I, when I switched over from industrial maintenance to elevators, elevators were quite a bit easier to work on because they're, they weren't so complicated as some of the machinery that I had worked on in the industry. And so basically when I started with the elevator company, they put me on a route and I, I stepped right in there and, and, uh, picked it up pretty quick. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Who were, who were some of the, uh, the mentors or, you know, some of the people that impacted your career early on? Um, I worked with, uh, the first person I worked with was, uh, an elevator mechanic, Rob Bramsky. And he kind of took me under his wing because I hadn't worked on elevators, uh, per se. Um, so he kind of took me under his wing and, uh, he helped me out quite a bit. Uh, Rob Bramsky, I think he's retired now. Um, uh, one, another person that I looked up to also was Bill Miller. Um, he's the one, he's, he's, he's the one that started Oracle elevator when I was with, with another elevator. Oh, company. Okay. Mm-hmm. They bought that elevator company. And, uh, I, I liked working with Bill Miller. He had a good concept. He had a good idea. Um, so he, I looked up to him quite a bit. He, 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 I worked well with him. Right. Yeah. Right. So, and I know you, like you say, you ended up not going, um, you know, choosing one of the, one of the union companies early on. And then when you came back, it sounds like you were in a non-union company. What, what is it do you think that um, determines your, your success where you're at now? I mean, certainly there's, um, there's training, there's, but I don't, and I don't know if you can compare the two. I'm just curious for your insights on, um, you know, working for a non-union company. I, I really, I just never even tried to get into the union. Mm-hmm. Um, so non-union company, I think the union, um, from what I've seen and what I've heard, um, I think the non-union companies tend to um, navigate towards paying people for what they're worth mm-hmm. uh, and and not how many, how much time in Um so, and that's, I like that because I really, I don't, I think everybody should be paid for what they're worth. Uh, if you got two guys that have got the same amount of years in and one of them's a great elevator mm-hmm. guy and the other one's not, they shouldn't be paid the same amount of money. 
That's just my opinion. Yeah. Have you seen any drawbacks or or negatives from working for a non-union company? Uh, no. I mean, I've 23 years in and uh, and I'm still going strong. So I, I don't see any drawbacks about working for a non-union company. I mean, I guess the union's great and they, and they take care of the people and, sure. and they, uh, they have a great retirement, I hear. Mm-hmm. Um, but but as far as I've seen, I don't I don't have any drawbacks. Yeah. Uh, for a non-union company. Right. Do you, and you still get retirement and benefits and some of those things that. that uh, yeah. 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 You still get the usual stuff. I think the uh, I think the union has a a pension, which um, none of the companies I've worked for have a pension, but they they do well with the 401k. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, they they match. And and uh, so I. I think a non-union company is just as just as uh, good of a job as as a union company. Cool, cool, yeah, yeah. So, what what are some uh, what are some lessons you've learned over your career? You know, it's uh, if you're anything like me, you know, I usually like to fall on my face first a few times to kind of figure things out, and then it's like, oh, now I now I understand why this is that way. Have you had any of those experiences that you've learned along the way? Oh yeah, sure. Everybody has. I mean, if you, uh, if you have worked on anything, including elevators and, and haven't, uh, blown some fuses or, you know, made mistakes, then anybody that says that they haven't made a mistake is a liar. Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. There's, I mean, there's, there's been things that I've done over the years that, I should have maybe thought a little bit longer on or paid a little more attention to. Um, fortunately, uh, I haven't gotten hurt seriously um, because, I mean, elevators will kill you. Oh, sure. Very dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Safety is number one. You got to You got to make sure that everything you do is safe. Mm-hmm. And um, I say probably you need, in my opinion, you need to, uh, you need to, check once check twice before you do anything check your safety circuit you know it's it's because they will kill you and so yeah, yeah there's been mistakes that i made obviously but um i've gotten through them all <laughs> yeah yeah um now i just uh, just want to ask that question i mean if you were to if you were to start it over uh start your career over what what would you do different Um, I say, I would say I, I may have, um, I may have stuck with elevators when I got out of the Navy first mm-hmm. and I would have been that much further along. Um, but I really have no regrets about my career. I mean, everything that I've done, um, I've enjoyed and, right. and maybe it's because I enjoy fixing things. I, and I really enjoy teaching people and helping uh, younger guys learn. Um, I don't think I would change. I, I may stay just have gotten out of the Navy and went right into elevators, but the 16 years that I spent in industrial maintenance really was, was good for me also. So maybe if I would have started out in 84, with elevators, I might be burned out on by now. So I took like a 16 year <laughs> hiatus 
away from elevators and went back into them. And I, and I enjoy that too. Sure. Sure. Well, it sounds like you learned a lot in the process. You know, you learned to yeah. appreciate an, an entire different industry. Yeah. And very good. Um, if you were to, uh, you know, give some advice to somebody who's new to the elevator industry, what would you tell them? Um, work hard. Um, try to do the best you can. Stick with it. Um, always be doing something. There's always something to do. Don't stand around um, twiddling your thumbs. There's always something to do. So if I was to give uh, advice to a younger guy just starting out, in any aspect in life, I think just always be doing something. Always mm -hmm. keep yourself busy. If uh, if someone says there's nothing to do, find something to do. Yep, yep. Do you get a, do you get a chance to mentor uh, new employees at all where you're at? Where I'm at now, I don't I don't work um, I don't work work with. Uh, uh, new employees that often I don't work with. I, I have worked with um, helpers on occasion mm -hmm. and I, you know, and I, yeah, I try to, uh, to mentor them. Now I have in the past worked with younger guys and uh, mentored them. And, um, but at the present time, no, I don't, um, yeah. I don't how, get the opportunity. How much, how much uh, collaboration do you get with other mechanics? Do you pretty much do your route and they do their route or do you, do you come together on, you know, challenging situations and things like that? No, we, um, I have a, a, an out route. And um, so I pretty much just do my route. If I have any, my, my route is I live North of Charlotte. So mm -hmm. my route is out North East and West. And, and the rest of the guys are down closer to Charlotte and down in the South okay. Carolina. So, I don't talk to too many people at all. I, and we have a great service manager. Kevin does a great job and, and he gets out there and he works in the field a lot. So I think that um, if the guys need any help, they can, they always turn, they can always turn to him. He's always going to be there for them. So now I don't, sometimes uh, I don't talk to anybody for a week <laughs> or two. I was going to ask you, does that, does that get lonely, right? Do you ever? Yeah, well, I have my customers. See, <laughs> true. I got all my people um, that depend on me, and and I, you know, you get friendly with them. I've been on this route and uh, with Oracle for two years now, mm -hmm. uh, and so I've gotten to know the people real well. Um, so I mean, you know, yeah, you do a lot of driving. Um, I listen to a, a lot of pods. <laughs> I hear you. So. Um, I don't, I don't get to communicate with the guys too much. Um, but like I said, it, it's, uh, it's, it's all good with me. Good. Very good. No, it's great. It's uh, it's good to get your perspective and your, your thoughts. And um, if you were to give uh, any words of wisdom, you know, share them with, with our listeners, what, what would you share? Well, that's a, that's an open-ended question there. Very How much, much time so. you got? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Give us some wisdom, Bob. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I think that um, I always try to do the right thing in life. I always try to treat people like I would have people treat me. Uh -huh. um, 
there's there's a lot of mean nasty people out there i i would also give them words of wisdom as to watch who's around you because some people um some people are out to get you when you're successful yeah so you got you got to watch them uh you know you've got you've got the uh the egomaniacs you've got the narcissists you have the insecure people um keep them close to you because uh you know the old saying, right? Keep your friends close and your enemies closer. <laughs> Words of wisdom would be to do in my, what I do is I just always try to do the right thing. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And watch out because there may be somebody sneaking up on you, trying to, trying to make you look bad. Mm-hmm. When you say keep them close, what, what do you mean by that? Watch them. Just, just keep your eye on them. If, uh, Sometimes when you're successful, mm-hmm. uh, there are other people out there that are not as successful. And instead of trying to make themselves better, they try to make you look bad. Right. So um, by keep them close, what I mean is to just keep your eye on everybody around you and try just be careful um, because there are people out there that are trying to trying to make you look bad. Gotcha. Gotcha. No, thank you. Thank you. Um, anything else you want to share before we wrap up? We're, we're kind of at the end of our time today. Uh, no, no, I, uh, I think the elevator industry is a great industry to work in. It's, it's interesting. It, it, it always keeps you busy. Sure. And I think that, um, I think the if there's any young guys out there that hear this, and check into it. And I, and I do talk to some of my customers, you know, if they hotels where they got young guys working and, and they're interested in the elevators and I tell them, you know, Hey, go to your local sure. um, and, and see if you can sign up. They, they, uh, they on occasion have uh, a test you can take and, and get into there. And it's, it's, I, I, I enjoy it so much that I try to share it with people. Right. Um, so I, I think that, yeah, if there's any young guys out there, the elevator industry is starting to ebb for people. And uh, I know there's plenty of work out there. Right. Um, and if there's any young guys out there that want a career, that's going to be beneficial to them. Um, I actually talked my son into going into, uh, he was working in central Florida and I talked him into getting into the union and he's doing well now with Kone down in Tampa. Right. So, um, I think it's a good trade. I, I enjoy it. If you like fixing things and putting things together and it's, uh, it's, it's a good, it's a good path to take. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like there's a lot of satisfaction, a lot of, uh, opportunity to just feel good about yourself, make your customers happy yeah. and, and yeah. you know, enjoy what you do. Yeah, exactly. That there's a lot of people out there to wake up in the morning and don't want to go to work. And right. that that's a sad that's a sad way to be. Um yeah. I wake up every morning and I look forward to going out there. Um so I'm I'm very fortunate that yeah, I have yeah. that I've had this career that I enjoy. Yeah. Well and I've talked to to many people in the elevator industry that, you know, just don't want to retire or they, you know been at it for 50 plus years and it's like it's what i'd love to do yeah um, i think that's that's special that and then yeah. like you say there aren't very many industries that people just 
want to stay and 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 have that kind of community and and opportunity to to really enjoy it. Right. Exactly. Yep. Wonderful. Bob, thank you for your time today. It's been good talking to you. It's been my pleasure. I appreciate the invite. Yeah. Wish you the best out there and uh, stay safe. Okay. Thank you. You too. Thank you. All right. Thank you for listening to the Elevator Careers podcast, sponsored by the Allred Group, a leader in elevator industry recruiting. You can check us out online at elevatorcareers.net. Please subscribe. And until next time, stay safe.